This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick, what's going on? Hey, well, what's going on is my thoughts on you know Robert Kirkman's latest effort to make lightning strike thrice after his landmark successes with The Walking Dead and Invincible. Because while well, longtime listeners and readers know that I love the heck out of those series, it's like I also respect the fact that he's still trying to you know, to put out new series like, you know, that he that he's written in order to like, you know, find, you know, just in order to just recapture that magic or just show that, you know, he's, he's more than just, you know, those, those series. Now, I talked about um, like one of his other efforts, um, Outcast last, it's like last year. And, you know, that was fine. I don't think it was bad, but, you know, I don't think it was like, you know, on the level of his best work. And you also got his other, like you know, series that that series he surprise launched, um, die die die, which is like you know his and Scott Gimple's thoughts, well, like you know, our modern political landscape, you know, with the uh, with the artistic talents of the very impressive um Chris Burnham, which you know it's like I, you know, kind of respect it for what they were, but you know I not sure if like it's like if you're not attuned to their particular um their particular political beliefs, and I can't really imagine like how you're going to like you know. They appreciate that title. And then you've got um, Oblivion Song, which is something that he launched like back in that got back in 2018. And that, you know, that had the uh, at the time had the, had the appreciable gimmick of him like, you know, launching it, launching it with like the the initial first six issues done and like solicitable to the two retailers like as a as like a first first volume. So basically like um, retailers could like rest assured knowing that you know these first six issues were done and would ship on time it's like you know without without any delays which you know hey it's cool and all but i think that it's a it's a, it's a marketing gimmick that he would like you know utilize a much better effect like a couple, couple of years later with um fire firepower when he just basically launched you know the first volume of the series as it's like you know volume zero on prelude which was like the whole, the whole like um first issue as first volume, which is something that I think that you know some image uh, creators that you know were were doing, but not in like the, not to the same way that um that that Kirkman and Chris Samney had done in that volume. But getting back to uh, Oblivion Song itself, it also launched with like a high concept as well. Basically, the idea was that this is a world much like our own like except for the fact that um a couple couple years back oh sorry 10 years back um it had been hit with an event called the transference um basically a, a large section of um the city city of philadelphia had been had been um had disappeared and been replaced with a uh it's like with a with an area like full of like weird weird organic growths and monsters and 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 monsters and no one knew what what had caused this 300,000 people would disappeared as a result result of this event and even though it's like humanity had managed to like you know like subdue the alien threats that had appeared you know with this like with the transference there was still the matter of the people who like who disappeared like that day and while like you know, a monument was erected in order to like you know memorialize their disappearance and what was thought to be like you know their deaths, one man you know had not given up on like on, on this. 
that man was was Nathan Cole, and he's a and he was one of the, and he was someone who actually made it back after the transference happened because, well, it's like it turns out that his tech, technology he'd been working on with his like with his think tank may have had something to do with this like like with the transference itself. So basically, he's basically he's just been working. He initially started working with the government, trying to get get the government get all the people who like who were um, lost after the transference, like back back to our back to our world. But after like you know these people like they you own know, their like these rescues started drying up, the government basically realized that okay, that's it, we're done here. But um, Nathan just kept kept working with his friends. Um, like I'm Duncan and Bridget, Duncan, who had been like a a rescue from from Oblivion, who was just like who was dealing with like his own form of PTSD after being um, brought brought back from that um like from that from that world. It's like he like Nathan is just like determined to like, you know just make to re rescue everyone there. And it's not until recently that he's that um he's finally started to make some headway in terms of like actually actually getting some finding some people who. Like we're missing from the initial re rescue and then bringing them back and also like finding out that oh it turns out there's some other people here who are like we're still living there it's like and they've actually like they've, they've actually been wanting to come back they've actually like like um living in, in oblivion like in the whole you know, okay yeah you know, we're just like you know forging our own like you know you know lifestyle lifestyle here it's like we're just like you know living on our own terms and having to deal with any of the bullshit of modern like a modern society, this includes um Nathan's um ne'er do well brother, um Ed Edward. It's like who was you know like in debt to some you know kind of nasty people here. It's like before he like before he disappeared with everyone else in the transference, and you know this is all in the first first volume. And so you think that the uh, that a lot of the the lot of the mystery of the series is going to be dealt with like you know you know like like the actual nature of the tr transference. You know, and also just like what all these people um and what like along with what um Edward and these other people want, like in terms of like, you know, like hey, do they are they gonna be able to stay seeing it oblivion? It's like or are they gonna like, you know, just you know, like you know, just or are they gonna wanna come come back, you know, once um once Nathan offer, offers offers them the chance to. Well, the first um twelve issues, two volumes, first Todd cover. Like of the series, basically all all deal with that, and it's and on one hand, when I was reading this series, it's like in its uh, in, in its in its volumes form, because it's six volumes total, I was kind of surprised that you know, like hey, you know, like well, you've wrapped up the uh, like the main like like the main story in this first first volume, kind of awkwardly a bit because because one of the issues I had with the uh, with the second volume was that um, Edward is you know like kind of fanatical about you know oh my god like oblivion is so good I mean, yeah you got all these monsters that are gonna kill everyone it's like yeah it's like everyone's like you know living hand in, hand in mouth it's like and there's all there's all these other crazy things living over here but no it's much better than like the world we're living in it's like you think okay i can kind of see where you're getting at here but you're also being kind of crazy about it as well and and it kind of leads to like a big you know it's like you know, it's like almost kind of second transference with um, that he basically has to butt heads with his bro brother over. But you know, like the first, um, like this, these first twelve issues are kind, 
kind of sort of a complete story. It's like as you know, like we get the initial like um, like uh, issue, the the initial issues with the transference. It's like and you know everyone like who, who's living in oblivion and you know some people who are still like you know doing their own thing in on Earth, you know, decide where they want to be. So that's that's cool and all, but then you get to the uh, to the next volume, and that's when we start digging into like like the mystery of the faceless men because this is something that's like hinted at in the uh, first Triscoll volumes, but doesn't become like a huge issue it's like until it's like until volume three when when it's revealed that that um, one of the uh, um, like one of the, like, the bit bit players, a guy who's um, who's believed by um, Edwards. Um, Colony to have killed his um, killed his wife and wife and a daughter, and exiled exiled for this. But he claims like, oh, it was the faceless men who took them, and um, everyone's kind of like, yeah, right. It's like you know, we've never seen these faceless men, so you're just crazy. We're gonna kick you out before you kill any any of the rest of us. Well, turns out this guy was not kidding, and this these uh, faceless men are actually like a huge, like actually a huge deal. They're actually the uh, like the main, um, it's like a, it's like the main civilization on, in Oblivion. They just haven't um, encountered like you know Edward's colony. It's like be, um, because you know like they're, it's like because their um, civilization is being encroached on by 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 a fun by by a, by a biological growth called um, well the growth. So like they're it's like they're having to deal while they're dealing with this. It's like they eventually find out that oh my god, like there's these other creatures living here. It's like you know what do they want? What are they doing here? It's like so we've got to take take care take care of them. That's kind of what happens, you know, in volumes, in volumes three and four. Is once they finally find out about these humans living here, they're going. They want to, uh, you know, you know, find out just you know what, like how they're able to survive here. Also, like you know, can they if is their presence like you know hindering like the growth in some it's like in some way so so on one hand it's like i can i, I mean i can understand like you know like the need to like you know find a, a you know a new like a new direction for like for the series after like you know its main like you know questions have been wrapped up after the first year um then but the thing is like you know it's kind of it's the uh, the direction that Kirkman like you know comes up with is is kind of all right. It's basically you know it's like hey we're dealing with an alien race. It's like and we're just trying to figure out you know like how do how do we deal with them? Like I mean like to his to his credit yeah like, he realizes like this is like this is not like a uh, a group that was meant to be like you know destroyed on on site. It's like you know we've got to like find a way to to like to to to, like, to, re to reason with them. But when that doesn't work, you know it's like they've got to like you know. You know, it's it's gonna we're gonna like you know I had sent like aliens territory and like we're gonna like, like you know fight like fight them off. So it's so it's so on one hand like you know a lot of like um like the second second year volumes on three through four is kind of like set up for like a big you know humans versus um like Kuthal fight and this that's what we find out the these aliens are or like the heavens of Oblivion are. And um, but it's not until later that we find out that you know that they're at the mercy of this like of this growth. And also it's like we also find out early like that um there's like a couple of like class divisions with them. Like there's like the Royal Guard, like you know, the uh like the people who are like, you know, finally protect who fight to protect the 
it's like the ruling class, like of the Kuthal, and also the Gozan, which is basically like kind of their elite elite army class. It's like the people who are like you know take take on and attack any threats you know like the, uh, the that the Kuthal face, and um, and it's their leader, um, Dakul, that emerges as like you know kind of like a big bad because he just wants to figure out you know, how do I kill these humans in order to like to stem off the threat they 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 present. So. So yeah, that's kind of like you know where we are with like the uh, the second year. It's basically like you know, like recognizing like the like the uh, the specific threat presented by the uh, by the Kuthal, and also like the humans trying to get back. You know, like the uh, human other humans have been captured because the uh, Kuthal, you know, take out the one of their first first actions when they feel when they realize they're able to get to uh, Edward's colony is to uh, kidnap them all. That's what they do. And that's that's when they pull off, along with you know, hey, just we're just taking also taking Edwards, um, like Edwards, um, significant other and his kid as well. So you've got the personal reason for Ed just saying like, oh, I want to get back and you know try and take out my and like rescue my wife and kid. It's like and that's it kind of drives drives his actions there. Like Edward is, I mean, sorry, Nathan is like more reason, reasonable about this. But at the same time, he winds up in a situation where he's basically stranded, like in oblivion at the end, at the end of this year. And then um, the next, it's like the next part of the, like part of the story, picks up three years later, when um, while it's like while while um, Nathan is basically working with a uh, sympathetic um, Kuthal scientist named named Gakal. It's like who used to have the uh, the goes goes legion, but basically like left it because he wanted to find a find a way to like save his people from from the growth. It's like they're trying to figure out a way to you know stop things, but then when when they well, when they finally find out that the uh, it's like that that Dakul and the rest of his rest of the goes legion have found a way to um, replicate um um it's like uh, Nathan's uh, like dimension hopping. Mentioning tech, they realize that it's time to. Uh, they've got to find a way to like, you know, to stop, head this off of the pass. Which point Nathan tells them that you know I've actually like you know been able to repair my stuff for like a year now, but you know I've been working with you in order in hopes that this wouldn't come to pass. So Nathan jumps back to Earth, lets everyone know what's, what's going on. It's like and you know it's like in this series like prepares for its big for its big um like climax as like um they. As Nathan leads the charge against the uh, like the Gozan Legion led by led by Dakul, and that's where um, you know Volume Five ends with um, Nathan having having you know fought against um, Dakul, but also futilely so in the sense that three of um, the uh, like Earth's, Earth's biggest cities, Los Angeles, Hong Kong, and Paris, have all been taken to oblivion as part of a first you know first strike. Um, in order to, like, you know, for uh, for the Kuthal to, you know, hey, like, you know, we're just just letting you know, like, hey, we're here and we're gonna like, show you who's like who's boss now. So that's basically where Volume Five ends. Volume Six, you know, basically has you know like um, Nathan and Nathan and the Go- Gozal Legion and his um, and his brother and his and also um, Nathan's girl- girlfriend Heather, you know, trying to uh, find find a way to head head this off the doesn't involve like the death of every every human or thal it's like on both both sides 
And yeah, they, they kind of work, they kind of pull that off. But at the same time, you know, when they do, it's like they also realize that, oh, the uh, humans, well, they've got their own plans you know, after they win this war. And so what are we going to do? What are the humans going to do? Like once they realize that, you know, Oblivion is full of resources, it's like that they can use like for their for their own ends. It's, you know, it's like it's a, it's a situation where like, you know, the, where, where Nathan realizes that, you know, oh, man, it's like humans terrible in fact all in fact like when he talks about this with like gakal like he's like you know all sentient life is terrible man because it's all just gonna like you know like just gonna like you know work for its own ends and they've got to find a way in order to like you know so that you know everyone basically everyone kind of like loses in this scenario and as far as like things go it's like it's it's kind of the same straightforward resolution that you'd expect after reading this series because rereading it um i can't say that i gained a greater appreciation for for oblivion song i mean i mean it's like i i think i mean i don't kirkman is definitely not a bad writer I mean, he's definitely got like you know a strong knowledge of what needs needs to work in terms of like a good good solid genre story down in terms of like you know you've got to know about know about like the main character and like you know and, and you know what, what what drives them it's like in their like in like in their mindset and you know why they're doing what they're doing same goes to their supporting cast as well and also like you know the their opposition as well and enough to know that, you know the opposition isn't necessarily bad but, you know that they're doing what they're doing like for their for their own reasons and all this stuff is in play you know in oblivion song but it's also in play in a way that feels very straightforward. Like it's it's all it's, like it's, it's all it's all pretty simple. It's all what you'd expect. And most crucially, there aren't really any huge surprises, you know, for this like like you know for this series. I mean, yeah, like there are there are some bits where it's like you know like I I was I, I think that you know worked better better than others. Like there's this bit in the uh, final issue. With that basically like you know sums up um um nathan and edward's um relationship in a way that you know feels that feels really really well done but at the same time it's like you know just more 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 of an understanding of just you know what um you know ma what makes these stories work as opposed to you know any uh, actual surprise that has had that's meant to be had from them it's like you're just going like you're you're going to read this and you're going to and you can probably see like a lot of the uh, like a lot of the twists coming, and there's not going to be a lot of lots of you that just basically go, oh wow, it's like I've never seen that before in this kind of story, and that's honestly kind of like disappointing and like and like and, and upsetting as well. I I will say that the uh, I don't think this is a bad story, but it's just just like the lack of surprise coming from someone who is like established himself as someone who understands like you know genre conventions so well that um see like you know this this kind of like you know straightforwardness just feels kind of kind of disappointing um also the art from artist um lorenzo de felici he's you know i think he's really really solid and you know i i realized i wrote a lot of the you know flattering stuff about his but it's like storytelling skills, like in my previous reviews, and I think that he's good with the overall look of the series. 
like and also with creating an alien environment like 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 oblivion and like the faceless men as well oh and also one other thing is that with the faceless men they're kind of like a very fairly standard issue alien race i mean like they're just kind of like you know warrior like warriors fighting against you know like the humans and they're just kind of like there it's like you know in terms of like you know they're just meant to be the alien the other in the story and it's kind of disappointing especially when you get to the bit where oh like hey we're talking about the, the gozan it's like and like they're meant to be like the uh like the elite um like fighting force of this of the kuthal but you never learn enough about them beyond that in order to make make them resonate beyond the fact that oh they're like the elite fighting force of this alien race and that's all they are oh and also you know they've got this like ritualized combat that allows you know like someone to challenge them you know for leader of their like their order which is something that nathan's able to pull out in volume five even though it's something that's not that hasn't really been you know discussed at all before that point so that's kind of so i mean like there's kind of like i think that the world building for the series could have been handled, handled better but also it's like i also realized i started talking about the art um from dave felici i think that you know he's good with the storytelling in terms of like you know like you know keep keeping you invested keeping you keeping you engaged in what's going on um in terms of like you know like over overall detail yeah he's fine and also a lot of the characters like early on they've got this kind of like hangdog face in the sense that you know they're just kind of like they're kind of like upset or depressed they're they're always visibly upset or depressed about what's going on with like with their situation and that's kind of just kind of like oh okay that's 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 a thing you can do but it's not actually like really in, engaging it's like and because it's i think his his work is is more engaging on a storytelling level rather than just like something that just really invests me it's like it's it's solid art but it's not just kind of like art that you know really elevates a story and takes it to the next level i mean it's like it works for what's what's going on here but i can't say it's like it does you know anything more than that and i think that's that that actually kind of summarizes my feeling with the series as well it's a good solid you know like science fiction adventure story but it really doesn't you know like engage me more more than that it's like i can appreciate um what um kirkman and and felici and dave felici have did did with the story in terms of telling it but i can't say that it's really um on the same level of what what kirkman has delivered has delivered elsewhere it's like i mean in terms of like what he's done it's like you know i'm not surprised that, that he decided to wrap this up with volume six because you know it's, i can't say it just really caught fire in the same way that his other series have I mean, yeah, it's like when we're talking, when you're talking about comparing stuff to, you know, Invincible and The Walking Dead, you're talking about like the very, some of the very best independent comics that have come out. It's like in, like in recent memory, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, this is just, you know, fine as far as like your Kirkman's like output goes. I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's certainly readable, but you know, man is clearly capable of better. And honestly, it's like, I have better hopes for, um, like for fire like for firepower because that managed to like um nail like nail the feeling of like invincible it's like you know the whole like you know 
like, grounded humans like soap opera com combined with superhero actions like story that um that, that series um like um delivered upon it's like and i think that that's it that series is, is like has more potential to uh like to surprise me to like, him and, and um it's like and deliver on 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 better stories in the future than what what we got here so overall version verdict on oblivion song not bad not great but you know perfectly readable but you know if you haven't read it by now then eh it's like maybe you maybe, maybe wait until what you think it's a pass then if you haven't read it by now uh i don't know it's like i imagine that you know the way kirkman likes reading like likes publishing stuff in these compendium editions like this is like 36 issues so if he reaches like a like a one volume like oblivion song edition then maybe wait wait until that comes out before you before you read this so like like hey it's a, like I said, it's not bad but i can't say it's like it's it's not a must read that's that's all i'm saying right here all right um yeah somewhat of an interesting concept um science fiction wise i guess but you know as a foundation um, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I heard that um, there there is going to be like they're, they're working on a movie at some point that Jake Gyllenhaal was attached to play um, Nathan Cole. So maybe maybe we'll see that at some point. Maybe we won't. Oh well. Maybe we won't. <laughs> maybe <laughs> very lost at this point. And if you saw it, maybe it would be better. Who knows? But it's probably not going to happen. Then that's fine. Mm -hmm. Cool. So do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Okay, well, I know I initially talked about, you know, doing um, Don't Want Left to Fight um, as the next one, but that's, but um, Rob is a, is apparently unavailable during this time, so I'm going to kick that down to later in the road. So maybe I will just, you know, do like some kind of like breaking, like um, break, breaking case of emergency podcast thing. Like with um maybe powers maybe sweet tooth or maybe even um decorum, um, Jonathan Hickman and Mike Hulson's big, um big ass one one volume maybe one volume, um credo and title that that was collected recently, like and I haven't gotten around to writing about because it's a big book and it's got a lot of big ideas or big ideas about a very simple story, so maybe that'll be next time, we shall see. All right, and we'll talk to you next time on Comic Picks by the Click. All right, ladies, everyone.